sir. What's up, beautiful people? This is Ira McAlilly here for another edition of What's the Deal with Dialysis with Maurice Carl Lyle, Maurice Carlisle, and myself. <laughs> a little hung up there. Um, but we're happy to be back together here again. And we have special guests today. Um, we have Jeffrey Butler and his son Jerry Butler. Um, and we're gonna learn a little bit about um, you know, Jeffrey's kidney history and what he's gone through and, and uh full disclosure maurice was uh jeffrey's technician a while back so we'll get yes. that story too take it away maurice yeah so um yes i had the, the fortune of taking care of uh, mr butler um we uh we go way back on that um one of yes, the things do. that that happened is is that um we were uh treating mr butler for his uh you know, giving him his dialysis treatments at my previous center. Um, and when he initially came in, um, he wasn't gaining any weight or anything. He wasn't gaining any fluid. And what I was seeing is that my uh, my coworkers were taking his, uh, his fluids off of him uh, too rapidly and too much. Uh, one of the things that he told me is that he would go home uh, and he couldn't do anything. Um, he couldn't cut the grass. He couldn't really get around. He'd be labored when he tried to get up and go places and stuff like that. And so it, it dawned me. Yeah, yeah. It was even worse, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. So we, um, me and him formed a plan. Uh, we decided that we wouldn't take a lot of fluid off of him and we'd figure out a way to get his blood pressures up a little bit. What I was seeing is his blood pressure were under 100 when he would uh, get ready to leave. So I knew that um, in order for him to feel better, his blood pressures had to be over 100 uh, for just to, just to start out. So uh, what I would do is I'd go over and ask him, was he feeling well? Of course, he'd say no. And I'd say, well, we're going to turn down your goal and we're going to make sure that you leave with a little bit of fluid on the day. And we did that on a Friday. And I can clearly remember when he came in on Monday, he was like, Mo, I don't know what you did, but I could cut <laughs> the grass. I could get around. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And so... Um, and so that's what we did at that point. Um, we would do that every time. Even if I wasn't taking care of him, I'd sneak over. Yes, he would. Yes. <laughs> and change some stuff. Um, and and finally, he started feeling better. So uh, tell me about uh, uh, after that. You know, I remember we talked to the doctor, Mr. Butler, and we, we asked him to cut your time. So let's talk yes. about that. What was his response to that? Well, uh, his first response was no. And, uh, and then I kept insisting. I said, you know, I don't, I, I really, I, I don't feel what I need four hours chair time, you know? And, uh, well, yeah, your VA, his, I, his VA doctor even suggested that, um, he go down in time or, or miss a day, but they didn't want him out of the chair either. Right. Right. You know, I'm so well, uh, the doctor was, uh, you know, kind of hard to, to deal with there and hard to get a hold of, uh, especially, you know, like when I first started dialysis, came out of the hospital with pneumonia and I lost a lot of weight on account of that. And then I found out about the kidney problem. But uh, anyway, I kept complaining to the doctor that, you know, I am gaining body weight, but, you know, I'm not retaining fluid, you know. And, uh, of course, on the advice that you gave me too, Mo, yeah. was, you know, to complain to him about it, you know. And uh, finally, it did sink into him, and uh, they started, you know, raising my uh, body weight. 
or dry weight, you know, when I came in. But, but uh, they only decreased it by a half hour. They still want yeah, you in the chair did. three hours or three days yeah. a week. Yeah, that's true. They uh, he did decrease it by a half hour, which I thought was a battle won. But uh, what I would like to talk about is uh, Mo and how uh, I really feel that Mo saved my life. You know, in that place, uh, people over dialyzed me, uh, and also. Uh, if I can say this, uh, I was lucky enough to have Mo in that place to give me a little education on the settings on that machine, and really not to not to really trust anyone, and and have him set that machine face towards me so I can actually see uh, what the dialysis is, which pissed a lot of people off. Oh yeah. But uh, like Mo says, it's your health. He says, and you you got to watch your own butt. Right. And you know, I was just thankful to have Mo there to tell me this, which a lot of people, uh, you know, did not know. And uh, Mo, even after you left, I was trying to pass that knowledge on to other patients mm -hmm. that was there. And uh, I actually, uh, they would separate me, you know, from this patient, you know, like I'd be beside them for a week or two, you know, and we'd be talking about it, you know, and then this patient would start to question what's going on. Well, they would separate us. Uh, oh, this wow. one patient, um, we was together on one corner of the building and, uh, Finally, they separated us. They put him in one corner and me in the other corner, clear over on the other side wow. of the building. Wow. But, uh, so, Mr. Yes. Um, so this kind of, what you're saying kind of speaks to what we've been talking about for a long time and what, what, what basically made Maurice start this whole process is the fact that patients aren't being educated properly. Right. And, and it feels to me, from my perspective, that, you know, you talked about only being taken off for a half hour. It's like it's being hooked. It's literally sucking money out of people. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's it's time. It's time on the clock or what have you. But but the important thing is that, you know, for my sister, for other people, is that patients are educated and that the conversation between you and Maurice as a technician should be supported you know what i mean and and for whatever reason it's not and and so what do you think could be done to kind of help patients and and technicians kind of work more together because you're together most of the time right yeah absolutely uh i'm not saying all all techs i mean uh i don't think it's that maybe not the tech's fault i think it's more on uh the nurses that's uh, actually running the place or who the techs has got to answer to. Uh, I remember one time uh, this nurse was telling the tech that uh, my body needed uh, taxed, you know, and I'm thinking, now what the hell does that mean? Excuse my language. <laughs> uh, and actually what that meant was to take the, the maximum amount of fluid off my body mm -hmm. 
that they possibly could, you know, up until fainting, breaking out in the sweat, fainting in the chair, blood pressure crashing. And Mo has done this more than once for me. He has come over to see what the hell is going on in that chair with me. And he says, this man needs fluid. I think the biggest thing, um, what I noticed, um, was that there is a lack of patient advocacy. Um, they want to keep, uh, keep people, um, you know, more of a blind eye. Um, they want them in the chair, you know, making people better does not, um, you know, it, it's just taking money out of their pocket. I mean, without all the conspiracy theories and, uh, things of that nature, but, um, you know, it's very, uh, you know, it's not quite often that you have a healthcare practitioner that actually shares knowledge. Um, you know, in, in dialysis there again, you see so many people that are non-compliant, um, with their diet and things of that. But, you know, like, like dad was saying, I mean, he'd come in at like 63 kilos is dry weight. And Mud like be like, no way, man! Like eighty over forty. He's like, no way, you're leaving. Um, it, it was. I mean, you know, is it, it being family and things like that. Um, you know, and and I'm a nurse, and I was amazed because I, I I really, you know, it was really pretty sad to see. Um, you know, so many people at, in that state, uh, but. With, with no help. I mean, they, if people had a little bit more education, I mean, that's the key. Um, education is the key. I, I mean, I've been a nurse for 20 years. and didn't know anything about dialysis. I, you know, one, one quarter, you know, that was it, you know? And, you know, it's like, I, how I didn't know. I've never dealt with anything like that. Um, but he ended up making it. I mean, in reality, everything happens for a reason. Um, I, not only, I mean, was friendships forged, but, I mean, education, advocacy. I mean, too bad it, you know, I don't think, the, uh, I, well, I, I don't think they had much time for um, <laughs> really wanting to do any kind of patient education, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's pretty... Uh, Pretty sketchy. Not that it was a bad clinic. Um, there were good people there. Yeah, but. there was definitely good people there. But uh, uh, by far, I mean, Mo, I'm sorry. I got to ring ring your bell. I got to praise you. <laughs> well, thank you, because sir. Because you were absolutely right. I mean, those people had me down where my wife would bring me home. Now, this is in the summertime. It's 85 degrees out. And I got the heater on the car coming home. Wow. And I get home, and I cannot get out of the car. My wife literally drags me in the house, puts me in bed, and I'm in a damn near an unconscious state till about 9 o'clock in the evening when I finally, you know, start to move around and get up. Well, they didn't even really instruct you how to eat. Mo was telling you my word, like, go home, eat a pickle. Like, you need right. to boost blood well, volume. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mo, Mo gave me that. I mean, that vase is 
my God, man. He says, uh, go home and eat a pickle. He says, uh, that will help. He says, believe me. And it did. And I did do that. And another thing, if I can say this, uh, Mo says, here's another little secret. He says, squeeze your butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it's funny as that sounds, but yeah. it worked. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It works. It works. And uh, if I can't add this, uh, Mo is absolutely right. I mean, and I did tell him, and I, I, ce I celebrated this crap. When I came in, you know, like the next day or whatever, you know, I said, Mo, you did it. I said, I went home and there was a blizzard outside. Well, it was snowing like hell. And my mailbox is about an eighth mile round trip there to the mailbox and back into the house. And I mean, I felt like a kid, you know, out there in the snow. Wow. You know, <laughs> and that, that's just the difference between, you know, the text, you know, and uh, you, you started getting in a good mood. And my brother and I were like, we want our old dad back. That's, you know? right. That's, right. That's right. Absolutely. And I, I think, uh, well, Mr. Butler, I remember one occasion uh, there was a nurse there and she told me that they were going to take two kilos of fluid off of you. And I said, I said, no, absolutely not. We're not doing that. And she said, I'm the nurse. You remember this? Nice. She says, I'm the nurse, and I'll tell you, you don't know. Yeah. And I said, and I didn't want to do that in front of you, um, but I'm I had so to. Yes, yeah, she was pushing me. And yes. so finally I told her, I said, well, I think you've been a nurse for two years. Absolutely. <laughs> and I said, I've been a dialysis technician for over 19. I said, I think yes. that trumps your two years. Yes. Well, what you don't know is she went back to the manager. And she yeah. went to the manager and she told the manager that I belittled her in front of the patient. And I was counseled for that. Um, I wouldn't do it any different. Uh, I probably would have told her the same thing. Uh, that's I just wish me. that they would have drugged me in on that deal. Well, I that's mean, okay. You know, I, I was Mo, I was so I was so mad about that deal. And I mean it's true. I mean, you know, you, you stuck up for me and, and you, and that's exactly what you told her. You, you know, you've been here, you've been a nurse here two years or whatever. And you, you said, I've been a tech, you know, for 19, you know, yep. and, and, and your experience counts. I mean, uh, for me personally, I don't think I, I would have survived that place without oh. you. Oh, man. And I want to thank you for recommending me for a kidney transplant, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted to get you out of there. Um, and I knew that would be the only way. That would be and, uh, well, can I mention a, a nurse's name, Allison? <laughs> well, you already did. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't want to get sued for now. No, you won't. You won't. Anything, but, uh, no last names. I don't even know the last name. That's I don't right. know either. But uh, this is well after you left and right before my transplant. Wow. Uh, came in and uh, I made a mistake. Allison hooked me up, you know. And uh, I said, well, she was in a hurry and all this. And I, I, I didn't tell her to turn the machine towards me to see what the settings was. Mm -hmm. And when you know, 
She had it on like 300. Yeah. And uh, anyway, she told me that the machine reset itself. That's why. But I don't, yeah. I don't believe that crap. Yeah. Uh, no. My it wife doesn't... came in to visit me uh-huh. or picked me up that day. She came back and there I was in the chair, uh, sweating profusely, couldn't oh. talk. And, uh, of course, you know, my wife panicked and got a, you know, Allison over there right away. And they put in two big bags of fluid in me. <laughs> After two liters of fluid, he weighed in at 88 pounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> no, no, one, not that. <laughs> anyway, well, it pissed me off so much. I, I wrote a letter to DeVita. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I, and I told them what happened and uh, that I forget what all the letter said, but it was a two-page letter. I was wow. very unhappy about it. What was and, their response? Uh, uh, they decided <clears throat> that uh, they was going to double-check uh, the patient's settings on the machine by, you know, two different people. Yeah, yeah. And that's supposed yeah. to happen anyway, so... Yeah. Typically that's the what nurse isn't well the nurse isn't usually there when I'm hooking you up. Like she comes around, she sees you at first, and then after that, we take care of you, and then the nurse comes over and gives you some meds or whatever. So just to clarify, they set you for three kilos, uh, which is about six pounds of fluid. You've never had six pounds of fluid on you ever. So I'm just tell you that right now. I know that. Uh, I know that you've never gained that much fluid. Um, unfortunately, uh, it is true that when we reset the machine, it does set at three kilos. But that would mean that she never set a goal for you at all. Okay. And yeah. so uh, for her to say that that was, you know, that the machine resets. Hey, I get that. That's an argument. But she didn't set a goal for you at all. So she okay. never touched that box where that goal is set. Uh, she left it at three kilos, uh, which is, you know, which is horrible because you, like I said, you don't gain three kilos in two weeks. Yes. Um, and so that's six treatments. So if we were to just think about that, you would gain a half a kilo every time for six treatments to even equal out three kilos. <laughs> just yeah. don't gain like that. Uh, you never have, you never did. Um, yeah. And so I, I, I think sometimes part of the problem and just clarify this part of the yeah. problem is, is that the government tied the fluid to compensation. Right. Okay. So um, they set a dry weight for you. Maybe your dry weight is 84. And every time they get you to 84, they get a full payment. And every time you leave at 85, they don't. I see. So that's so, the problem. <clears throat> I was coming in the dry weight about 62, 64. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, and then they would they would probably want to lower your dry weight all the time. Yes, yeah. So if you, you get compensated, yeah, if you reach sixty four tomorrow, we're gonna try for sixty three point five. Right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. But that you know, but your blood pressure is an indication to us whether that's working or not. And when your blood pressure is under a hundred, I mean, I think sometimes the argument is if you come in in a wheelchair, oh, you can leave yeah. under a hundred. If you can talk, 